welcome back to the Back Issue Book Club. My name is Greg. And I'm Rich. And happy Hanukkah to all our Jewish friends out there. Absolutely happy Hanukkah. Um, this week we read a Marvel holiday special from 2011, mm-hmm. which had uh, four short stories, but we wanted to focus on the last one because Hanukkah started this week and the last story uh, focuses with Ben Grimm, the thing. And he's heading to uh, a Hanukkah get together. Yeah, even though Hanukkah is over at this point, I think in the story. Yes, he, uh, he's talking with Kitty Pride about. Uh, I think on the phone, he's like, "Hey, trying to get stuff figured out to go to the Chinese restaurant," and uh, he gets interrupted by uh, this big giant uh, black trash bag looking yeah guy. a marvel clay face <laughs> uh, yeah nondescript large thing counterpart and they never really elaborate i mean maybe he is a character during that time period and i just don't know of him but yeah now that i'm speaking out loud about it i realized that i just ignored him after he got punched yeah <laughs> yeah I I mean, but he's strong enough to bust a hole through a cinder block wall <laughs> and take a punch and sit back up from the thing from the thing yeah <laughs> <laughs> so he's going through he's you know uh ben is following this trail of destruction essentially holes and walls stolen giant candy canes from the tops of cabs uh, uh, a sack of presents which is actually just a decoration there's nothing in the presents right. uh christmas tree <laughs> Right, until he finally gets to this guy, and he's like, uh, I know Christmas time is here, but for you, it's clobbering time. And, yeah. <laughs> you know, hits it, knocks him on his butt, and uh, looks up, and these kids are like, yeah, stop, 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 stop. It's our fault. It's our fault. And he's like at an orphanage, I guess. Yeah. Um, and they're like, the, the state people said that they would be bringing stuff here, but I guess their funding ran out, or they forgot or something. So, Or they forgot to do the paperwork. All <laughs> right. But so, either way, it got canceled. So we asked him if he would help us, and that's what he was doing. And uh, Ben was like, well, you was wrong, but I understand. And honestly, are the kids wrong? If if you're a kid and you find out you don't have Christmas and you ask somebody to help, are you telling them, go to that place and break in and no. go to that place and, and trash a cab? Or you just say, hey, I, I wish we could have it. Is there any way you can help? Yeah, I can help. And he goes and gets it. You don't know that he's going to go do that. Not as a kid. That's right. That's right. I, most likely, you know. Yeah. Um, but in the end, um, he invites all the kids to uh, the Chinese restaurant. <laughs> and they all. Yeah, where they're having the buffet. With, <laughs> with Moon Knight, Kitty Pride, uh, Sasquatch. Ben, of course. Uh, who's the other? The one that was like sassy towards Moon Knight. Who's like, yeah? I don't know who me. she is. She kind of reminds me of like a female version of Star Fox. I don't know. And there's a character in the bottom corner that I know I've seen him somewhere, but I can't place him. The one that's lighting the the menorah. Oh yeah. Oh oh, oh no no no! I'm looking at the other story. Old Saint Nick, Chinese food for Christmas. Okay. Moon Knight, Songbird, Melissa Gould, 
Sasquatch. Oh, that's Wiccan. Billy Caffin. That's, yeah. Doi. Got it. Okay. Uh, and they don't reference um, Trash Bag Man. <laughs> so, anyway. A cute little story. Um, the other three stories, they were fine. Uh, Logan teaching some of the ex-kids what hockey is. That was kind of funny. And then... <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, oh, Spider-Man was taking down this criminal, whoever she was, and he... He, he kind of gets bested by her like briefly mm-hmm. and then he, he keeps chasing her and finds her and he comes to a window in like a high rise and she's at the table with her husband and her boy and they're like she was providing for them basically kind of in the similar vein to the to the trash bag man was providing for the kids right um but she ends up getting arrested and going to prison and um the last panel you see a little wrapped box in the prison bar window with like a spider-man tag on it and it's like a framed picture of her kid and her husband and she's like smiling so whatever what'd you think of the artwork in it it was good i liked it i was surprised at the quality of the artwork considering it's uh, a holiday issue because a lot of times they don't put their best guys on it you know what i mean don't look at the cover <laughs> yeah well the, the the cover is really a 2011 cover so so why is thor on the cover why is captain america on the cover why is hulk on the cover why is spider woman on the cover why is daredevil on the cover why is iron man on the cover do why you is really Wolverine on the cover because actually no wolverine's in there because it, the more people on the cover the more chance it'll sell yeah but it's stupid but I guess money talks. Yeah. Um, it's just annoying. But look, if you look at the cover and you zoom in on Tony Stark hovering on the yeah. right, he's got like a weird, like deformed hand and like his body part armor looks all like last second drawn in. It's really gross. Yes, I agree. <laughs> I mean, look at Ben Grimm's face. Yeah. Dare look look at Thor's movie. face. <laughs> yeah. Spider Woman looks good, but she's just, you know, oh well. <laughs> Right. Let's see. Now, who did the artwork for the first issue here? Is it going to say? Gotcha. Cold Hearted Christmas art, Andrew Trabold. (laughs) There was also a cool Nick Fury story in the between. Oh, the old St. Nick? Yeah. Yeah, he was breaking in to this uh, facility, this Hydra facility to find this guy named scar and he's monologuing the whole time and you know beating up you know pawns or whatever and he finally gets to to scar and he's like here's a picture and it's a picture of his uh newborn baby in the arm of his wife in the hospital and it turns out he's he's deep deep undercover the agent of shield (laughs) and he starts to cry and he's like so happy and like so he broke in all hydra just to give him the news because he's so deep undercover he couldn't communicate with him and then as he's crying he shoots him in the shoulder nick fury does and he's like he's like why why'd you do that and he's like it's got to look real 
<laughs> you Merry can Christmas. die from a shoulder shot. There's a lot of blood vessels up there. <laughs> well, yeah, I, it's Nick Fury. I guess he knows what he's doing. So he, uh, he shoots him and he says, Merry Christmas, jumps out the window and then fires his rockets, goes away rocketeer style. Yeah. It was funny. <laughs> that had more of a uh, 60s style art with like the super square chins and... But you know, I mean, you've you've seen the uh, what if series, all right? Yeah. Uh, not necessarily what if, but like they had those quick little stories, they could mm-hmm. do stuff like this. Yeah. I mean, if they had animated that the old Saint Nick, that would be great. Oh, it'd be so fun. You would just be, you know, however they want to do it, Sam Jackson or th- this Nick Fury, John Wicking their way to the central control room. Yeah. And then doing the thing would be funny. Yeah, and and then pull it out and say, "By the way, yeah, it's a boy." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was funny, but uh, yeah, I mean, it was fun. It was fun, light read. Um, now I accidentally uh, oh. read read the wrong issue too. Uh, there were six stories in the first one from 1991. But you had art from Busema, uh, Milgram. <laughs> you actually had artists doing that one. And that was also, I th- I think that was the first issue where they identify Santa Claus as a mutant. Oh. <laughs> I love that he's a mutant in the universe. It's <laughs> so awesome. But that one had a really good story with Spider-Man and J. Jonah J- Jameson. <laughs> So if you get a chance, just at least read that one story. Santa Claus. Yeah, J. Jonah Jameson is trying to, uh, for publicity's sake, of course, he's donating money to a children's hospital and having a big benefit. And he's got Peter Parker taking pictures of it. So this way they can plaster it all over the papers and show everybody how great the Daily Bugle is. You know, he, they make a $1 million contribution to the, to the hospital. Now, this is 1991, when people actually bought newspapers. <laughs> you couldn't do that today. <laughs> um, but the clown doesn't show up. So he's got no way of entertaining the kids. And you see Jameson like, here, here, have a Daily Bugle. He passes and copies a Daily Bugle to the kids. <laughs> and one of the kids, like, mutters, like, my dad won't let this into our house. You know? <laughs> yeah, but it makes great paper airplanes. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, Peter Parker sneaks out and he comes back as Spider-Man to entertain the kids. And Joe is like, no, 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 no. This is my uh, event. I don't want you here, you, you, uh, uh, what do you call it? Glory uh, hound faker, da, 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 da. That's and the kids are begging him like, oh, I remember he saved me and he did this for my brother. And then finally at the end, you know, after there were, of course, bad guys, they were trying to rob the hospital and yeah. Spider-Man stops it. And the last person actually gets knocked unconscious by Jay Jonah Jameson. And uh, Spider-Man picks him up like, see, you're a hero. You're a pump me down, you web slinging mess. <laughs> you can even hear his voice. And... Um, Everyone's like, please, Mr. James. All right, fine. He can stay. I'll I'll be nice to him. And then the last panel is just like him looking out the window going, at least till next year. <laughs> That's the fun thing about these like holiday specials. Like they're fun. Like that. You know, they're just they're goofy. There's no um 
you know universal threat usually yeah i feel like so it's a nice uh it's a nice breather yeah there's also another story with uh, franklin richards and sue richards okay and <laughs> and the only thing i kept thinking as i was reading it is they are really drawing sue richards figure as somebody who has not had kids <laughs> This was 91. Yeah. This is when they were, yeah. Like super. Yeah, it's like gotta, gotta... The, the public bone hasn't shifted yet from childbirth. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, overall, it's, these, these comics, they're, they're fun. You definitely got to read one or two. Um, it, it just keeps you in, the, in the, the Christmas holidays, the holiday spirit, not the Christmas spirit, the holiday spirit. Yeah. Um, matter, you matter. Uh, I don't know if you ever seen the movie Dogma. Ooh, once a long time ago. There's a communication between Linda Fiorentino and Sama Hayek. Sama Hayek plays a muse, um, and Linda Fiorentino is the last Zion, and she's asking, "All right, so, so which religion is is right?" And Sama Hayek says something that I wish every person on this planet would just listen to. She said, "No religion is." Rights. None of them have nailed it perfectly. It's not important what you believe. It's that you believe. And if every single person really did believe whichever religion or God or, or gods or whatever, that there is a higher power that we answer to. And it's kind of our responsibility to try to be, to treat others as we would want to be treated ourselves. Realize how much better a planet this would be? <laughs> I agree with your second half of the statement. I mean, I don't think it's required to believe in a God or gods to just treat other people like you want to be treated. Uh, but I that think that there is, I, I think that it's important to understand that there's consequences. In with, without rules, without fear of consequences, total anarchy. So whether it's fear of laws, incarceration, or eternal damnation, either way, it's <laughs> it's fear that keeps you in line. I mean, why does your kid not steal the cookie? Is it because they're a saint, or they're afraid of you to pulling the belt out of your you? Not you. You don't beat your kids, but I'm just saying the kids in general. You know, kids back in the day. Yeah, wait till your father gets home. It's not. Oh shoot! I, I really didn't. I shouldn't have done that today. It's. Oh no! I I got, I got caught. <laughs> Yeah, and now I have to face the music. So, I mean, we're promoting comic books here. We're big kids ourselves. So, <laughs> I'm I'm just I'm looking through the book, and there's a there's a panel where it says it's X mutant killer crocodile Christmas tree ornament. Yes, <laughs> teenage mutant ninja turtle. I love it. It's a crocodile <laughs> Raphael. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I'm trying to find this Sue Richards. Is she in all pink? Is it? Oh yeah. <laughs> you just said, "Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah," as in that's not not like, "Oh yeah," as in, "Oh yeah," that's her. Yeah, she's tiny. Yeah, I mean, she's not dressed scantily, but no, they very really emphasize skinny. her figure. Super skinny. Yeah, and I know that there are models and actresses and whatnot that they had kids and still maintain a career and fantastic boy that's a lot to juggle so uh 
congratulations to them, but it's it's not what you would think of when you think of a mom. As far as grade for this book, um, if it wasn't like holiday themed and I'm not like in December and stuff, it would be like a four or five for me. <laughs> But I'll give it a six. Uh, you know, and I was thinking the same line of thought. I really was. Like, how would I rate this book in July? <laughs> I would just be like, oh. okay. Yeah. Right. But, I mean, you, you, it's just like, you know, watching The, the Grinch or uh, a, a, um, it was a, The Night Before Christmas or um, what's the, the Scrooge or something like that. You're you're more apt to like it at certain times of the year, and uh, I agree with you. So, if you want to sit down with your kids and read something like this too, this is actually not a bad book. Or these every single year that they came out with them, Uh, I kind of liked it though. So I'm going to go six and a half holiday themed. I'd probably stay just above the Mendoza line with a five point five the rest of the year. Okay. Yeah. I mean. That checks out. Um, this week we had Kill Thine Darlings, number three. Number three. and <laughs> Which I, I got a copy of a couple of weeks ago, but this was pulled back because of printing errors, and you were not able to get a copy until this week. Right, which I did read. And I understand what you meant. Um. I forgot the context, but you were like, just wait till you read the first couple pages of this. Oh, jeez. Yeah, I showed and, it to them at Syndicate, and they were like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah. It was... Nightmarish. I don't, was a, I don't know if it was a mother, but it was a woman just eating... Oh, it's a, it's a mother. Eating a baby out of the crib, like, raw. Yeah. And then that's it. And then it's just like, okay, that's the end of that scene and you're like what they keep doing this shit where they go back to like 1800 france with witches or i guess the witches were in salem here yeah that was in france with the ed mom uh yeah but the very next panel after that is you see the cartoon aussie sounding elephant in the backseat of the car (laughs) talking you're like i can't handle this going from this is too whiplash. Yeah, whiplash. It, it is. <laughs> uh, that being said, it was a, it was, this was a, a, a breeze to read. Like it went by really quickly for me. Um, what do you, what do you think? I, I'm really digging this story. Okay. Okay, and it's because it, it keeps me on my toes. There's. Not a tremendous amount of text. It tells the story more with artwork than with words. It is pretty. And I like the world building. <laughs> yeah. And the, the cartoon characters, I think, are drawn better than the humans. Okay. But overall, it's. I think this is something that would really translate well to a TV series. Well, and I think it would be like like massive if they nailed it you know yeah like if somehow they got i'm trying to think if something to compare it to i don't know 
I don't think this would be Last of Us. But no, because there's too much tongue in cheek, cheekiness in it, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's literally goes from this is the most bloody, disturbing thing I've ever seen to, oh, this is cute. And it you don't know what the next panel is going to be, and you don't know how to brace yourself for it. It's it's almost like um it's almost like the next level up from Sweet Tooth. Good point. Good point. Yeah. Right? Because like yes. there's a lot of cuteness in Sweet Tooth. And then um, it hits you with something hardcore. Like reality. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, okay, so happening. let's dissect this one. And we're like, whoa, whoa, whoa you're going to what? Yeah. <laughs> there was a boy counting flower petals out back the, on the other episode. What are we doing? Like, yeah. 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 <laughs> so, so, like, this, this is this is a similar feel, I feel. It's like, like Sweet Tooth on steroids. Yeah. <laughs> Oh boy, that's anyway. that was a great analogy. I like that. Thank you. Oh, thanks. Yeah, I knew there was something that I, I that gave me a similar feeling. So, and Sweet Tooth does very well as a show. Yeah, it's fantastic. Really great show. Um, what'd you think though? I, I mean, well, so so we get to the they they make it to the other side into the I forget what they call it the. Uh, it's almost like the upside down, but it's. I, know, it's I, kept, just, I kept saying that because they actually go upside down. <laughs> <when they laughs> go <through. laughs> uh, the sanctuary or something like that. Yes, there you go. And um, it's it's like their realm is the last hope of the entire thing that she had drawn out. Uh, yeah. It's the only thing that still has color. It's the only thing that still has resources. Everything else is just turning into this barren wasteland. Mm-hmm. And there's just like strips of color out there that are like slowly fading away which is what it looks like on the very first cover of number one with the, these strips of color leading to a cave oh very nice very nice um so the big baddie is out there in the hinterlands and they go to take a look and her buddy elliot gets taken away and yep. and embodied by this evil thing it's almost like there's multiple things in them because it sounds like it, it's got the different text colors and everything make it feel like there's different voices, different sayings, almost like an argument from within him coming out. Yeah. I think there was like six different styles and colors that are like, Hey, yeah. Nice to see you again. But it's like been so long. Nah. <laughs> yeah. So, and that's of course, where we get it cut off, so yeah, it's very evil deadish to me. <laughs> mm, okay, there's probably some inspiration there. Well, it's Bruce Campbell, man. It's Sam Raimi, of course, is inspiration. It's Bruce Campbell, man. <laughs> Lady, I'm afraid Campbell. I'm gonna have to ask you to leave the store. Who the hell are you? <laughs> Name's Ash Housewares. <laughs> I'll have to show you the song. Uh, one of my favorite bands psycho stick they have a whole song about bruce campbell <laughs> <laughs> did you ever play world of warcraft yeah i got up to about level 30 or 40 like do you remember you know, iron forge the, uh, the, the 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 town in the mountain where the uh the gnomes or El what is it dwarves yeah uh live in like machinery and all that if you came out of iron forge and you go start running down the road and you, i think you're headed towards the north Wait, I'm out. So it's kind of like northeast. There's a small little stand. Yeah, right. <laughs> There's a small little stand. And I remember I was running by and 
they had the, the people talking, you know, NPCs, and I hear one of them go, this is my boomstick. I'm like, whoa, what? My boomstick? <laughs> it's from the Army of Darkness. <laughs> oh. It's a classic, classic scene, and they were doing it with dwarves. <laughs> and I just stood there watching it like, I can't believe, and I'm watching this like I'm watching a TV series instead of playing the game. I'm like, I'm, I'm, they took the time to program it. I'm going to watch this. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of that in there, I remember. That's that's funny. It's still going today. Yeah, I wish they had a free version to play. I'm just not spending 15, 16 bucks a month. You can play it for free up to, up to level 20, but I get there in about 15 minutes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But, uh, what would you give? Have we been rating this? I can't remember. Uh, I don't know. I, I think I think we've rated. We've. I don't know if we've given a, given a number rating, but we can. I mean, we're three issues in, and overall for the series, so I'm going in eight, and this issue also an eight. I'm there with you. Uh, for all the reasons we stated prior, I mean, it's 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 fun. It's holy holy crap it's yeah. it's whoa i didn't expect that and it's really pretty well i know that you've got a more sensitive stomach to that kind of stuff than me i was me yeah. like oh cool eating a baby nice but <laughs> i so that's why i tried to give you a little bit of a heads up like dude <laughs> well i forgot you did and then i got there and i was like and i literally was reading and i was like what the fuck like I literally said that <laughs> out loud. I don't really talk out loud when I'm reading, so, um, yeah. But you know, well, at Syndicate, it's, they uh, they 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 weren't reading this. They were talking about other books. Uh, have you read this? Have you read this? I'm like, have you read Kill Your Darlings? Uh, no. And I had already read this issue because I had it from a couple of weeks ago. I was yeah. able to pick up from Visions, and I went up to the wall and I took one off, and I opened up and I said. Just look at the first three pages, and John and Steve were both looking, and they flipped the page and went, "What the hell?" I said, "Yeah," and I took the book and put it back and put it back up on the shelf. They immediately went over to their back issues to see if they had, still had issues one and two. They wanted to take them right there and start reading them. They sold out of issues one and two. I'm surprised John didn't get on that one. You know, you're in a comic book store; you're getting hundreds of books in every week. You can't read them all. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Um, but I really do enjoy this series. I, I think my first, the first issue was my favorite. Uh, second issue, it's like 8.5, 7.5, back to eight, average of an eight. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. And that's, that's, I mean, having three issues so far and it remaining at this level is a not an easy thing to do. I, I feel like doing better for me than the Department of Truth did. <sighs> It was yeah, just too convoluted for me. I, I mean, that was to me, I'm not intelligent enough for that book. <laughs> I'll, I'll be honest. <laughs> but next week, but <gasps> we are going to read. Uh, we had a patron make a suggestion. So we are going to read The Punisher Silent Night. It's a one shot from 2005. Oh, so we're covering Enfield Gang and also and Enfield Punisher. Gang number five yeah. i'm gonna have to like have my and my six shooters in my pocket when i'm reading all these books i know get my <laughs> get my kevlar that i don't own <laughs> i don't own six shooters so <laughs> i own semis 
Um, but yeah, it's, it's going to be the Wild West next week. Uh, I assume. I mean, maybe that doesn't happen in um, the Punisher, but it's a. Uh, it was during the Marvel Knights imprint, whatever that was. I, I'm not I familiar with it. What year? 2005. Okay. Well, I mean, is this going to be Christmas or is this going to be Punisher? Well, <laughs> the cover is him s- sitting as Santa Claus, like, but the beard and the mustache is like hanging off his chin. So it's not really there. And there's a kid on his lap. So we'll see. I'm just wondering if this is going to be a bloody Christmas. Is this going to be something like Lobo? <laughs> Probably not that extreme. This is there. I mean, this yeah. was Marvel's opportunity to do something like that, though. Yeah, I'll just share my screen so you can see it. Uh, the words Silent Night are dripping in blood. So, uh-huh. yeah. I don't like the artwork, but let's see how the story goes. So there you go. Cool. Next week, looking forward Punisher, to it. Silent Night and Enfield Gang number five. Um, That's six yeah. issues for the series, right? Yep. One All last right. issue in January for Enfield Gang. All right. Shall we wrap so, it up? Please, sir. <laughs> okay. Don't forget to check us out on Patreon, patreon.com slash gmohana, where you want to get access to this podcast and other stuff way early. Uh, we do our watch alongs. They're going to be posted there where we put the time in the video and you can start our video. And then when the timer starts, you start your copy of whatever we're watching. And it's like, we're watching like a big old Ohana, um, old, big old Ohana. Um, <laughs> check out our merch shop should be down below there. You see the, the shelf there get this hat, I think soon. Um, we get the back issue book club, which you're on new comic book days every Wednesday. Rich is so generous and gives out two or three. If you're a patron comic books every Wednesday, um, which pales in comparison to la- the last week that we just had, I had technical difficulties. I couldn't oh, get into right. the show, but you held down the fort, not only by handling the show by yourself, but also you gave away books to our Patreon members and Dude, how many books did you give away? Uh, three times four, 12. Which beats the two or three that I gave away? I think you did pretty good yourself, Dad, buddy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. uh, yeah. Uh, Anything else? Yes, please remember mark your calendar December 30th on Rob's Fat Stacks of Comics. Uh, I will be representing Team Ohana for Only Slabs. Uh, We're going to be ending the new year with a buddy over there, Rob. He's graciously invited me on for the third time. I'll be showing the slabs, uh, the best slabs that I got in 2023. Uh, Some of them you guys do not know yet. I've got them here, but you do not know, and I will be premiering them on that show. Uh, don't just watch that, though, just for me. Tune in every single Saturday and on Rob's Fast Stacks of Comics. He has a guest on every week for Only Slabs. And yeah, this week, was, was he had uh, some uh, a really great collector on. Not, he doesn't sell them. He just collects them, and he was just showing his books. It was uh, New York City Slabs, I think, or New York City Comics. But, yeah, it's a great show, and I 
Look forward to seeing each and every one of you guys in the live chat asking questions that I will be answering them. He also gives away comic books for free. Hard to uh, <laughs> hate on that. I don't know where I was going with that. Anyway, go there. Watch that stuff. It's good for yes. you. <laughs> All right. Yes, sir. Okay. Until we see you guys in the next one. Hello. Hello.